What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, baby. Hello, my love. <clears throat> How are you? I'm, you know, I'm having, uh, I'm having a day. Okay. Yeah. I don't I like tell. <clears throat> I don't like coming into these recordings this way. Well, then don't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, but Fuck. I really do. <laughs> I really do want to know how you're doing. Like. Let me tell you something. I was tell me something, please. Let me tell you, give you some context for for how happy I am to be talking to you right now. Okay. Um. You know, I'm. I was supposed to have the weekend off, and I've just worked. I'm on my twenty second day straight without a day off, and I'm working like fourteen hour days on average. Sometimes a little longer, sometimes a little shorter, and I'm sleeping an average of about five hours a night. And that's like really intense after a long time of COVID. Mm -hmm. 
And um, there's a lot of really wonderful things about it. Obviously, I'm doing it. I wouldn't be doing it if there weren't parts of it that I really love. But <coughs> I was supposed to have this weekend off and um, and I don't. And that's okay. And so far today, I have worked, I've worked on three different, including this, worked, I've changed gears three different times. Uh, three, I'm shooting three different commercials right now. And, um, and, and yeah, it was a, just an epic day. So I was in the office and then I had to go and shoot this like pickup for a commercial anyway, which meant getting cast back together and getting wardrobe back together and getting my cameraman back, you know, and he hasn't had a day off either. And it was an intense day. The kid like lost her glasses that we needed for the shoot. So I had to go and like find a place to buy them. And anyway, she found them under her mattress crisis fire out there's just like a lot of putting out fires but anyway very classic I was like, classic move for a kid mm, <clears throat> classic and uh and yeah and so i like was dreading coming to record tonight and then as i was setting up i was like wait a minute i get to hang out with jeremy for an hour yeah that's nice i do and I, like that we get made, to do that and it's it made it doesn't it doesn't have you don't have to reciprocate I'm just one. I just want you to know. No, I'm not. I'm not. I am not reciprocating just because you don't have to say that. Okay. I know I don't have to reciprocate. I am saying I am grateful for this too. Because I, when I'm having, when I'm also having a shitty day, I, this is one of the things that I get to look forward to is spending time with you. It's funny though that like, it's funny that we do this in relationships, right? Like, I was having this conversation with my therapist the other day about how like we only tend to do this in romantic relationships. We rarely do this shit in 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 like relationships with friends or whatever, which is you know like like the like the, like just bringing your baggage into the space and dumping it out onto mm. the person that you're with. Yeah. Like if I if if I knew that if I knew that I was going to be spending an hour hanging out with Taylor, I would stuff that stuff down. I'd stuff that <laughs> shit in and I wouldn't I wouldn't just like I wouldn't take my crankiness out on him. But for some reason in a romantic relationship, we we find this comfort and ability to like to go to to go, well, I guess like they're they're we're in a relationship, so I guess I'm just gonna fucking pour all this bullshit out onto them, and that's like that's a part of the that's a part of the rom- romance, you know. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes this a relationship, and uh, and it's fucking I don't know, it's fucking weird that we do that. Isn't that a weird thing that we do that? Yep, I. It's not. That's not news to me. <clears throat> like it's not it's, yeah. it's not news to me, but when I heard my when I heard my therapist say like when Sule said it to me the other day, I was like, hmm. Yeah, we do, don't we? Yeah. And like I know we do this. But that's isn't that fucking weird? Isn't that a isn't that a weird thing that we do in our relationships? And like and you know. You know, in a way, know. I think it's kind of vulnerability. Mm. Like we allow ourselves to be <clears throat> bare, like f- fully expressed. But then at the same time, it's like, 
yeah, I guess there's a lack, there is some sort of a lack of care in there as well. But like, it also makes me feel nice that you feel like, like you can show up like this mm. with me. And yeah, not have to like cover I, it up or something. Yeah. 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 That's I'm true. glad to hear you're you're benefiting from your sessions with your therapist. I I really yeah, I, I'm not doing that when I, I I went to two sessions and I was like, you know what, I need something different. I need my meditation practice. And I did that and I haven't I haven't been able to do that for the last couple of weeks with my mm. schedule. I mean I could. Of course I could. The only one stopping me is me, but I'm prioritizing sleep, Mm. you know, or I'm not, or I don't have enough boundaries over around work or something, you know? Right. It's weird. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Do you feel a little better? Yeah, I do. There's things that I, there's things that I want to talk about that I, that I, that right now is not the time to talk about. Yeah. And I can't, yeah. I can't talk about them on the show. And, no. and so, but I feel good that I'm here with you and I feel good that our listeners are, I, I feel good. You know, it's funny. I feel, I also feel weird, but also feel good to know that like I, it's, we just do it. We just dump it onto our listeners too. <laughs> and, and you know, if you're, if you're out there listening to this and you're like, I'm fucking tired, I'm tired of, <laughs> I'm tired of this relationship that I have with my with my podcast hosts, Roddy and Jeremy. <laughs> if you're feeling that way, I would I would actually love to fucking know. Cause it's funny. It's like it's I, I've thought about this so much where whereas like this podcast is no longer it's no longer a podcast to me. It's not. This is not a podcast. This is my opportunity. This is our relationship. This is my opportunity to like to really connect with you and people just get to fucking sit in and listen. Because the amount of times that I've had people personally reach out to me and say, Hey, I heard you said this on the podcast. And I go, I fucking said that on a public platform. Cause I just forget. I just forget. I just don't fucking, Mm -hmm. I don't care. Like I don't, it's it to me. It's just like, I'm just hanging out with my, with my wife. And so I, I feel like it at times, there's been a number of times where I know that I'm a big fucking cloud of of like I'm a big gray looming cloud when I feel a certain way. I know this because you have said those words at me. Do you remember who else said those words to you? <laughs> yes, Peter Wilde, the uh, <laughs> a very old old man who is who is a he's a he's a he's a Canadian heritage moment, really. Uh he's a he's a theater school teacher and he did tell me that too. I've learned He told you I've learned I a feel lot like when he told you that it landed. Oh, if, I feel like it impacted you. I remember which, a shift. Yeah, it sure did. It's crazy that we've known each other that long. That was a long time ago. A long time ago. It was like yeah. 2007. Yeah, there was a shift when you told me that. But but then also it was it was a it was a, a like a, a record. It was like a realization of going. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I really am, and I'm not going to change that. That's just that's just fucking who I am. That's just me. You know. But again, it's so weird because I can turn it off. In certain places, you know, I would turn that shit right off on Sick Boy. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fucking put, drag that shit into Sick Boy. Or if we had a guest right now, or if we had a, oh would... yeah, if we had a guest right now, maybe I'd be a little, <laughs> a little more reserved, a little more quiet in the beginning, and then, and then I'd start to like forget and get pulled into whatever the conversation is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So anyway, to our listeners out there, uh, sorry, I'm a big fucking gray cloud sometimes. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. 
Mm. I take my time. I take my time. My moments as well. So. Yeah. Um, we could use, we, do you want to use this energy that we're working with to go into a, to a rant email that we got? Fuck yeah. Do I ever? Let's do it. Okay. That's pretty short. Um, <sighs> to all those guys who like to make fun of girls because we apparently can't decide what slash where to eat, you can't fucking decide either. If you could, you wouldn't ask us to make the decision every goddamn time. For fuck's sake, take some of the mental load. Mm. There. And that was a rant that came into our email. <clears throat> if you have a rant and you want to just have Bridie or me read it out in a very intense and very angry and or <laughs> passionate way, you can send us an email. Turn me on podcast at gmail.com. That's what we're going to do on days when Jeremy shows up grumpy. Holy fuck, yeah, please send, or shows send up all grumpy. yeah, actually send all your rants cuz it does it does kind of feel good to just like get that out, especially even if it's somebody else's words. But I get it. I get that. I get what they're saying. I get what they're saying. I get that rant. Yeah. I get that because I I'm on the other I'm I'm for in our relationship, I've been that guy. I've been that one that's like Asking the questions like, "What do you want? What do you want to eat today? What, what do you want for food? What's, where do you want to no, go?" No, no, yeah, no. What you say is, "What do I say? What are you thinking? For, what are you thinking for lunch?" <laughs> because it's not only my decision, uh, but I have to decide for you. Yeah, so <clears throat> that's something I'm actually working on right now in my own life. Okay, is just being more direct and just like taking the reins and making decisions. And then if the if the if the receiver of those decisions isn't game, then then I'm working on going. Okay, that's okay. <clears throat> I didn't fuck up. I just suggested the thing that isn't desirable in this moment. Because the reason I think the reason why I, I, I for so long I've been so apt to be like, oh, what do you what are you thinking? Is because I don't want to make the fucking wrong decision. And that and that's like, that's not just that doesn't just come down to like mundane things like what are we gonna eat? That comes down to everything. That comes down to like initiating sex. That comes down to fucking like, you know, making a decision on on like a like like big relationship life decisions. Like that that's everything. It really it boils down to everything. <clears throat> this fear of like rejection or fear of fucking up yeah and uh because i don't like fucking up and i feel like i i feel like yeah i feel like that's one of the things i need to work on i haven't brought this up in therapy but i, I should write this down because this is like write it down yeah this is something i need to bring up <laughs> Listeners, maybe you should send a reminder email. Yeah. When's your next therapy session? Yeah. Uh, when is it? Let me see here. It's, uh, it's coming up. Someone put this in your calendar as a reminder. Right, uh, I would do it, but if I touch the computer, I might accidentally hang up on this call. It's four, four weeks from now. Spread, spread them out now. Four weeks. Four weeks apart. That's good. Once a month. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, I did a bunch of acid on the weekend. And, um, yeah. and one of the things that came from my, uh, from my, my trip was that I, I'm starting to get into journaling. So I started, I started journaling, started writing things down. And I know that you've journaled for a long time, and that's something that you do. And I'm wondering, because one of the things that I've been kind of, kind of contemplating... Also, by the way, folks, this is a host episode this week. We're not talking to anyone. We're just, Brody and I are literally just going to talk shit for 
an hour, the better part of an hour. So um, uh, buckle up. Uh, we're not going to talk to anybody about their kinks. Uh, it might be more entertaining um, if you just join Patreon and watch it, because at least yeah, then you get, get to see stupid, a moving image. Stupid faces. My hair looks really good right now. So, um, And our living room looks nice and clean. It does. So, yeah, so I started journaling. and uh, But the thing that I, that I have a hard time with, so like my... my uh, my new partner that I'm seeing, she also is a big journaler and, um, and she was like, yeah, you should, you should, you should get into it. And I was like, yeah, I kind of mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm enjoying the idea of this. We did acid. We, we hung out and did acid together and, uh, not sure if I should have said that anyway. Um, and, but, I, but the thing that I have a hard time with is like, what do you write about? You know, it's like, t- like if I, if I have a, if I have a very grandiose psychedelic experience, <clears throat> oh yeah, there's totally. I could sit down and write about that for for a good chunk of time because there's lots to there's lots to explore there, there's lots to write about. But if I just like wake up on a Tuesday and I had a regular Sunday and Monday <laughs> and I go to write down in my journal, like what what the fuck am I writing? Like 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 better cut my nails today. <laughs> uh uh like like I noticed I haven't drank enough water, period. Like like <laughs> what, you know, like I just feel like the thoughts, uh, the thoughts in my head are so fucking boring and mundane. Like, I don't, how do you write stream of consciousness when there's not, when there's not like extremes of extremes happening in your life? Do you have any, do you have any, do you have any tips or, or ideas of like, like, how do you journal? Um, usually like, I think I've actually read my journal entry beginning of my journal entries out loud on this podcast before, but usually it starts with another day, you know, and then I'm like, you know, and then I don't always journal about like my thoughts. Sometimes I'll do like a different challenge where if I want to write just stream of conscious, then I'm not really thinking I'm just not picking my pen up from the paper. I'm just like, no matter what happens, sometimes I'm writing legit, like, this, I have nothing to say. This is a pointless activity, like whatever it is Mm. until it's just, and then, and then before I know it, I filled three pages. That's what the artist way suggests. I fill three pages, no matter the size of my notebook. And then often I'll look back and I'll be like, I don't remember writing any of that. What's, what's the art, three pages, the artist way. What's that? So the morning pages are an activity that is suggested in, um, the book called The Artist's Way. Mm. And um, it's a The Artist's Way is sort of like a course, that you, a self-guided course in creativity and uh, creative expression. And um, it's one of the first activities she, the writer suggests is morning pages. So it's the first thing you do every day is you write three pages. And it's, it's like that. Like for me, sometimes I'll approach it as stream of conscious where I'm just like not thinking. And sometimes I'll write literally about like physical sensations <coughs> in my body or what I can see or what I can smell. Usually I use it as a way to like call myself into the present. Mm. Um, and sometimes it's recording events like, you know, when significant things are happening, like the pandemic or my dad getting sick or any of that stuff is like, hey, I don't want this experience to go unrecorded in mm. some way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think I just really love reading other people's journals. Like, you know, 
like the ones that have been published that you're like allowed to read. Um, I think that it's, it's really a really interesting way to how examine the human experience. When you die, how weird would it be if I read your journals? Like, like, is that, do you give me permission? Do you give me permission to do that? I'm going to do it. I mean, sure. I'm dead. Yeah. I'll do it anyway. You're fucking dead. Yeah. Um, Um, I can't, I I can't wait. You're not, it's, you probably won't like it. Like it's not, it's not interesting. Right. It's probably like a lot of complaining. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. What do you mean you get that? That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's exactly what I've read. If I, was, if, yeah, yeah, that, I get that. That's what I've been reading. I've been reading your shit. Uh, no, I get that. It's I get fucking there. I get that. Cause if I was going to write in my fucking journal right now, that's all I'd be doing is complaining. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. I think there's, it's a good space for it. <clears throat> I now, get it. I, have, I get I that. Have. It's good to like, like spew it out, you know, like get the, get the shit off, you know, off your. Yeah. Off to your an shirt. extent that I've definitely been through periods in my life where I've, I've been like, Journaling is actually making me more depressed. Uh, so I don't think it's always uh-huh. good to dwell. But if you don't have anywhere else to do it or express it, it can be a good place, I think, to get it down. I also like to write things down when I'm really stressed because then when I look at it, I go, oh, actually, that's not so bad. Right. Like, that's manageable. Right. Um, yeah, but I don't often read what I write. So just know that. Like, if I die soon and you end up reading all my diaries and journals just remember that i was barely conscious for most of writing don't, all of those things don't take it personally is that what you're saying yeah i mean yeah that's it, we've been together 13 <clears throat> years i've had some complaining about you for sure oh yeah for, uh, like well we, hey i get it i'm a i'm a <laughs> i'm a human being that is easy to complain about i understand no i don't that's not what i meant no i what uh, but that is the truth um so is your therapist saying that? Because I think you should fire them. I don't think that your therapist <laughs> no, should say this. No, my therapist isn't saying that. But uh, maybe I'll bring that up in therapy. Maybe that's what I'll say to my therapist about how I feel about myself. And then we'll see there where that go. goes. <clears throat> Babe. Um, should, I, should I read something else? Yeah, what else? Do you, do you got something else? Let's, let's do something else. Well, I, w- I want to tell you about a couple of the guests we have coming up. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, one of them, you know, about. let me just bring that. I actually forgot completely that um, we were going to re-interview this podcast guest. Um, So Lisa Don Hamilton was on our show back in 2018. I don't have the exact um, um, date of that episode, (laughs) but um, she is a neuroscientist and she reached out um, a couple of weeks back. And I guess she's been listening to the podcast and you mentioned, Jeremy, that you might want to have someone to talk about the neuroscience of falling in love. Right. And she's totally down to come in and talk about it. So, oh, Uh, she mentions it right here. I'm the neuroscientist sex researcher from episode 77. Oh, there we go. Come on the couch. Yes. Perfect. Right. Come on the couch because there was a bunch. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Because I was. She did the study. Seeing that girl that squirted on the couch. Oh, that's right. right yeah. That's why it was called that. Yeah, yeah. I did the study of that's the brains so of monogamous and non-monogamous men. So mm. I don't actually, I, now I need to go back and I haven't re-listened to that one in a long time. Let's all do that together yeah. as a uh, community. Oh, yeah. And then, um, and then, yeah, we're going to be having a conversation with her 
um, in a couple of weeks. Sweet. About this, that that neuroscience of falling in love. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm really excited about that because um, I'm really I really want to know like I want to know about the science behind new relationship energy and like and yeah and like and you know like and burnout and is like mm-hmm. what's the you know like how does that how how does that all work in the brain i've been real i've been really <clears throat> on this on this uh kind of kick about how our brains work and i should be reading those neuroscience books that you've been talking about so much because i'm getting so interested in the way that psychedelics affect our neural pathways and affect the ways that we see the world and the ways that we're going about our day to day and so yeah and so yeah i'm really i'm i'm, in, I'm into that that sounds fun what else you got? Yeah. If you find any of that specific literature, like with, cause remember in um, university when we did, um, we had those create creative, uh, whatever they were called, creative classes where we wrote our own material Yeah, and like explored our own with Sheldon stuff. Yeah. With yeah, Sheldon. Yeah. And, um, and I, we decided my group decided we were going to, we were going to talk for, the piece of art we were inspired to write by, um, led us down this path of like Timothy Leary and all of the, um, experiments that were done in, 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 I think Saskatchewan with, um, with, uh, psychedelics in, in treatment with for schizophrenia and, and are you still with me? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I don't know if I have Tim if Timothy Leary is the right name or not. But Timothy Leary Timothy Leary is the he, he, Timothy Leary is like the he's a psychologist. He, he's a psychologist that and he has a lot of background in psychedelics and yeah. like he's the he's a big, big psychedelics dude. Here's a, just the tips for everyone. Watch the movie Fantastic Fungi. <clears throat> it's a movie, uh, it's a documentary about about mushrooms, but not not just psilocybin mushrooms, but about fungus in general. Paul Stamets is like the the he's kind of the at the forefront of the documentary, but he's like this this you know this mushroom specialist, and they go into a bunch of they they tap into a bunch of that specific stuff. But like the power of mushrooms, and and the ways that mushrooms affect the the you know the natural world and the ways that they affect us, and it's fucking it is honestly actually I bought it, Brad. If you want to watch it, you can. It's on our Apple uh, Family Plan, so okay. you can watch it. Highly, highly, highly suggest watching this documentary. Okay. Fucking wonderful, wonderful doc. And just fascinating stuff. But yeah, mushrooms are mushrooms are amazing. But the, the, the psilocybin part was the part that that's why I wanted to watch it. It's a little it's a small chunk at the end of the movie, but yeah. But the stone ape theory, that kind of stuff is in is within that is within oh, that neat. doc. Yeah, it's great. <clears throat> huh. Uh well. yeah. Uh uh Michael Pollan is in the doc as well. Um uh I don't know who that is. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Um, then I'm going to give you my just the tips. It's um, this. This came up uh, probably. I don't know when it was published, but I heard this on the radio. It was CBC um, radio, and it was called. It was under the influence. Do you ever listen to that show? I sure do. I love under the influence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and the title of the the episode, or uh, is it an episode? It's a podcast, right? It, now it's it's all podcast. It, now, it's right? a radio show, but yeah, there's you can listen to it on CBC Listen app or wherever you get your podcast. Also, check out Sick Boy Podcast now, a CBC podcast, whatever. Uh, 
how flowers were a secret language in the Victorian era. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's Terry O'Reilly. Did you hear that? Right? Terry O'Reilly does. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's fucking great. No, I haven't listened to it. Okay, I, it's great. Yeah, I should. I should. So it's called um, um, Floriology, which is the use of encoded messages through the arrangement of flowers. How nice is that? Okay. Mm -hmm. This secret flower language allowed people to express feelings which otherwise could not be spoken. So they throw out a bunch of examples in the episode, but... Let's see if, if, uh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, here we go. I got, I, I got a thing here pulled up. Floriology or the language of flowers was a popular Victorian fad, which specific meanings were attributed to different plants and flowers. Most flowers conveyed positive sentiments, friendship, fidelity, devotion, love. Others were assigned more negative meanings, such as anger, contempt, or indifference. Huh. Listen to this. Okay. I'm just going to read you oh, the uh, whoa. episode description. Look at all the, what? This is so crazy. Sorry. To, uh, here from the Dominion Educator, a, a century-old Canadian encyclopedia, is a brief list of flowers' meanings that the writers consider to be well-established. So we have an apple blossom, admiration. Uh, buttercup, wealth. Uh, candy tuft, indifference. Cornflower, heaven. Daffodil, unrequited love. Fern, forsaken. Mm. Thank you. Uh, ivy, trustfulness. Lilac, fastidiousness. I, there's a lot of good words in here. I like this. This is this is <laughs> this is feeling good on my mouth. Pansy, <laughs> loving thoughts. Am I? Are you not allowed to laugh at the word pansy anymore? <laughs> I think it's funny. Uh, stinging nettle, rudeness. Okay, sense. let me read. Okay, this okay. this you, is going to make ahead. more you sense. Yeah, yeah, sure. This is going to make more sense what you're saying sure, sure, when, I, sure. when I read this, right, okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there were many taboos back in the Victorian era. You couldn't reference bodily functions. You couldn't show affection in public. Divorce was taboo. Ooh. Looking pregnant or even using the word pregnant was off limits. Pregnant. <laughs> An exposed female ankle was considered scandalous. Mm-hmm. It's said that even the legs of pianos were covered in homes. As a result, taboos also made it difficult to express your desire for someone. That's where floriology came in. Simply simply put, floriology was the use of encoded messages through the arrangement of flowers. This secret flower language allowed people to express feelings which otherwise could not be spoken. So if you were to receive a bouquet of yellow Acacia? I don't know if I'm saying that right. That meant someone was secretly in love with you. If you were to send that person back a bouquet of marjoram, that would mean you were blushing. Ah. If If that person were then to send you a fragrant Spanish jasmine, I could say that one, it meant they were intoxicated with your sensuality. Wow. If I gave someone a scarlet geranium, I would be asking for a kiss. If you were to reply with a larch bouquet, that would mean you find their advances bold. Ooh. If they sent you back a bunch of <laughs> linden flowers, that meant they really wanted conjugal love. What's that mean? Uh, Sex? Yeah, uh, conjugal love? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, conjugal love. 
Conjugal. Uh, conjugal, conjugal love refers to love in a conjugal relationship. In a marriage, since the word conjugal is defined as relationship, uh, related to the relationship between married partners, marriage does not necessarily involve love between the partners. What the fuck? Conjugal love refers to... I don't Sex? know. What the fuck? Yeah, what does that even mean? I don't know. Just definition. go to the dictionary. Well... Because... Oh, characteristics of conjugal love. Being an expression of God's love. Okay, hold okay. on. No, hold on. No, 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 no. We're not going down We're that going lane. Down We're not going down that lane. Hole. Conjugal love dictionary, the Catholic culture. Here we go. Uh, CatholicCulture.org, definition of conjugal love. The, af- the affection of husband and wife that should be both unitive and, unless virginal, procreative. It okay, is sex. unitive for the married spouses and procreative from, from them as potential parents of the offspring. God may wish to bring them. <laughs> <clears throat> Can we just back up? This is a cool website, Catholic, Catholic Culture. Hmm. If you offered a single China aster, it meant you would consider the request for conjugal love. Ooh, yeah. If they responded with a bouquet of red columbines, that meant they were anxious and trembling. You know what this tells me? That um, humans are fucking stupid. This is the silliest thing. Like that. Well, it's kind that, of fun. I, it is. The, I'm going to start sending more sure, flowers. Sure. 100%. It's fun. I get it. I get that it's fun. But the thing that's not fun about it is like. Here comes the fun police. Oh, come on now. Here's the thing that's not fun about it is that if, if, you, if at this time, right, you know, <clears throat> Mildred comes into um, uh, Florence's room and Florence. Uh, gives her a a uh, let's see here. He gives her a bouquet of. Where's the one that's like I want to fuck? Uh, gives her the gives her the a bouquet of Spanish jasmine. Sure, okay. intoxicated with your yeah, sexuality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gives her a bouquet of that, and she goes, huh. and then and then she looks at him. And nods and pulls up her dress and says, come get it. (laughs) His reaction, his reaction wouldn't be. Yeah. I wonder what that means. I want to. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I'm going to come over there and fuck you now. His reaction would be like, oh. Gatsooks or whatever the fuck they'd say back then. (laughs) And he would be, he would be, you know, whatever. Like, like he would. It's it, to me, it's like I'm just annoyed. He would be turned off by her boldness. Yes, he would be like, oh. oh. I mean, Ugh. I guess that, I guess that bullshit. Happens. Well, she overshot. That, that fucking happens today. That I mean, that shit happens today. <laughs> it does. It <laughs> fucking true. does happen That's today. True. It's like of it's course. like we ask. You know, we're like men are men. Uh, you know, fucking want women to wear makeup and and dress in revealing clothing and and you know act a certain way and then they and then when they when they fucking throw on wap and and start putting themselves out there and fucking they the the a reaction a, a common reaction is like cover up you slut you know like it's this like i guess i guess really I, again i you know what i stand by what i said we're fucking humans are dumb we're dumb. We're, we suck. Yeah. 
Although, yeah, but sometimes this is really sometimes, this is really cute though. I do. Yeah, love we this. talk. I, sometimes we talk in flowers, and that's pretty cute. I do like talk. I do like the idea of talking in flowers. I but um, I wish it just didn't have to come with a bunch well, of bullshit. Here, here's the here's. The, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm one. just a big fucking cloud. A big. <laughs> Can I read cloud. the last flower? Yes, please. Oh, okay, more. stop talking. Okay, to, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if you sent over a bunch of orange flowers, that meant you decided to go with celibacy. So there. So that's wait, where we're just a bunch that. of orange flowers, or is orange yeah. flowers a type of flower? No, it's it's lowercase, so it's not a type. Uh, it's just, not a just proper find noun. Some orange flowers and go. No, no, I'm I'm saving yeah. myself for the Lord. Listen to this. That's Floriology. Really cool. Floriology. I also, like this. it also spawned a subgenre of flower dictionaries, allowing people to quickly thumb the pages looking for the real meanings behind bouquets. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was neat. Yeah, I wrote right. that down like four months ago. Remember to talk about this with Jeremy because I think you would like it. The language of flowers. It is very. It's there's. It's very. Uh, it's very cool. I would like to. I. It's. It's funny that I've never heard of this. I'd like to see this in my. You know, I want to see this in in the movies that I watch. I want to see a movie mm. that, that incorporates this into it. Turn me on podcast. We'll be back after this short break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I have a concept for a movie. I don't know if I should tell you, but I think uh, it, because yeah, do you want to tell me on here, like and with everybody listening? It's not really a concept, but I'll I'll just I'll give you I'll paint a little brief picture, and then um, and then listeners, you can tell me if this is something you would watch. All right. Have you ever seen Bugsy Malone? Yeah. Okay. Um. So for those of you who haven't seen Bugsy Malone, <clears throat> it is a like a nineteen. 19- 30s like 40s it's not it's not made then but it's set in the 19 like 30s or 40s and like gangsters um i don't actually remember the plot but the coolest thing about it that i remember it was probably made in the 80s is that it the entire cast was kids and yeah. so this was like jody one of jody foster's like first movies and um and 
they had like machine guns and everything, but the machine, there were no bullets. They shot They're pies. They shot pies. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Remember that? <clears throat> yeah, well, um, I, I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen this. I've seen the stage play. Oh, okay. And uh, same thing. They're, they're, you know, everyone's like, but they're shooting pies and it's all kids. You should, the yeah. movie is great. The movie is great. It's, it's a must see. Yeah, it holds up. It's got 83 on Rotten Tomatoes. Bugs Me Alone, 1976 yep. film. An unusual, spoof, an unusual spoof of old gangster movies in which a cast made up of entirely children sings and dances its way around Prohibition era sets. Yeah, substituting right, toy guns and whipped cream for machine guns and bullets. Okay, it wasn't pies. It was just the just the whipped cream. I mean, it was pies of whipped cream, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there's your <clears throat> there. There you go. So you get two uh, just the tips from Bridie this week. Um, go watch it. It's a really fun fun little movie. But I'm I'm obsessed with the idea. So we I just cast a commercial, um, and it had a seven year old and a nine year old in it. And I'm obsessed with the idea of shooting a movie entirely cast with kids. Now I understand that sounds that close to impossible. That sounds like a nightmare. I can't. I would love actually to see the making of Bugsy Malone for reference. But I just thought, you know, how cool it would be to have this like post-apocalyptic movie where most of the survivors are kids Mm. and they're all armed. You know, it's a few years in, but they're armed only with what they learned up to the age they were like from from people who actually knew how to do things. And so they have to do, learn how to do everything. They have to learn how to like grow their own food and like forage their own food and raise animals. This already exists. What is it? It's called Lord of the Flies. No. Okay. But it's not Lord of the Flies because it is that aren't they all just, that's not post apocalyptic. Is it? Isn't it? Are they just like shipwrecked? Yeah. They're on it. Yeah. They're on a stranded on a. Yeah. So there's other fucking, you know, sure, 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 yeah, yeah, sure, sure, hundred percent. Yeah, you add some zombies they, in there, and you fucking get. You sounds like you got a winner, right? There's definitely some sort of exterior attack. It's probably yeah. going to be 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 from another planet. Maybe but, pan, maybe a pandemic where only people above the age of fifteen actually contract it and die. Exactly. There will. I mean, oh, that's kind of. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Well, anyway, uh, I just wanted to, I just want to rent out a whole campground for like three months, bring all the kids in, teach teach them about mm-hmm. acting, mm-hmm. teach them about working on film, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know kids can only work like six hours a day because they're because they're pansies. Pan- <laughs> <laughs> uh, they don't lift anything. Uh, um, fuck. <clears throat> Uh, can I read you an article that uh, that popped up uh, a couple of maybe a week and a half ago that I thought was kind of interesting? Please. This comes from Global News. Uh, Josh K. Elliott. Here's the title. Police bust scheme to wash and sell 300,000 used condoms in Vietnam. A factory owner is looking for some legal protection in Vietnam where police say they have busted a scheme to resell more than 300,000 used condoms. A local resident gave police the tip that led to their big bust on Saturday. Inspectors raided a factory outside of Ho Chi Minh City and caught workers packing the previously loved condoms for sale, the state-owned Toy Tray newspaper reported. The factory owner claimed she bought the condoms off a man who has not yet been identified. It's unclear how one man might obtain more than 300,000 
how one man might obtain more than 300,000 used condoms. However, the factory, the factory received a, quote, monthly input from that one provider, Toy Trey reported. Factory broadcast, footage broadcast by Vietnamese television, a state-owned news station, show, shows large bags of condoms scattered throughout a warehouse in the southern province of Bing Dao. Bing Dao. I think I nailed That's- it. Authorities say the bags of condoms weighed over 360 kilos. Wet or dry? Uh, they're dry, which suggests they, there may be as many as 345,000 condoms in the bunch. Factory workers boiled the condoms, then dried them, and reshaped them with a wooden penis, a woman detained at the factory told police. It's unclear how long the operation has been going on or how many used condoms have been resold. Most condoms are made from thin latex and are not meant to be reused due to the risk of breakage. Condom failures can lead to the spread of sexually transmitted diseases or unwanted pregnancy. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, explicitly warned people not to wash or reuse condoms back in 2018. Jeez, that sounds really recent for them to be <laughs> giving out that, that tidbit. Uh, quote, we say it because people do it, the CDC tweeted. Use a fresh one for each sex act. Jesus, man. Who, what, what psychos are out there doing that? Vietnamese police say their investigation is ongoing. It's unclear when they will wrap it up. Hey, oh, oh, come on, Josh, you sly fuck. Dude, how, what do you think that fucking, what do you think that place smelled like? That, oh man, boiling, boiling (laughs) hundreds of thousands of used condoms. That's pretty nasty. I can't say, you know. What a scheme. You know, not, it is a scheme for sure. And also, oh. not everybody has access to that kind of no. um, sexual education. No, it's that true. That you're not supposed to do that. This is a very good point, Brad. Yeah. Yeah, it's really true. Although I, I, have, a feeling, I have a feeling this gentleman probably had an idea. I don't remember specifically learning that. Do you remember learning that particular piece of information or do you think it was just kind of? I think it just kind of goes without saying. Yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah, it just goes out with the condom. I mean, I don't know. I remember being taught. I remember being taught, like, tie it off and throw it away. Who taught you that? You know what? I said that. I I said that. I don't (laughs) know if I actually remember that. I was having this conversation with my crew the other day at, um, at dinner we were at lunch, our last lunch together, and the director has a couple of kids, and and he was talking about like the change in maturity as they're aging, and uh, and you know he has a boy and a girl, and and we we're talking about the difference, and he was like total landslide difference between them, and uh, and and Jenna who's at the table, she asked, she was like, when do you think you know we're talking about happening for girls, or like especially around the age of like 11, 12, 13, 14, and like, when does it happen for for guys? And the director was like, I don't know, like 39, 40, like going around the ages of people at the table, mm. men at the table. And then and then <laughs> I, I mentioned that um, our niece this summer, who's always been a kid, to, kid laughed out loud uh, this summer. Uh, I said, she asked me when her grandmother was born, and I said she was born in 69. And she laughed out loud and I went, oh, 
it happened. It's happening. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I uh, I was at uh, this place here in Halifax called Cheeky Neighbor, and it was me, uh, Taylor, the co-host of Sick Boy, and our manager and my agent Jeff, and we each ordered breakfast. I ordered a dessert. Uh, we each had coffee, and I think there was a couple of juices ordered to the table, and we ordered. We got one bill, <clears throat> and the waiter. He comes over and he goes, before he lays the bill down, he goes, um, do you guys still have a teenage sense of humor? And we were like, I'm sorry. And he goes, because your bill came out to $69 exactly. And <laughs> it was 69.00. <clears throat> and I thought it was the funniest thing that had ever happened in my entire life. I took a photo of it. I memorized everything that we had ordered so I could be like, if I ever want to come back here and get a 69 bill again, this is what, <laughs> this is what it needs to be. 69 on the dot, like well, taxes in, everything included, taxes in, 69.00. That reminds me Pretty of the, the thing I learned about at the lunch table the other day, which was the Pen15 Club. Oh, yeah, penis, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or 8001380. What's that? Boobies. No, that's not boobies. Yeah. <laughs> Write those numbers down. Yeah. Here, look, I'll do it right now on my calculator and show you. And I'll what show is it? And, and I'll show all of our listeners. Eight zero zero I one what? One sec. I think uh, you quoted me boobie. No, 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 no. Hold on. <laughs> you gotta hold it upside down though. Um so there's I a five in there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So five. Well, it, it fucks it up because of the, the things, but uh, if you read it there, it says <laughs> boobies. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. But commas the Pen15 Club. Kind of ruin it. But the Pen15, that works. Yeah, that works too. Yeah. That's where they ask you if you want to be in the Pen15 Club, and you go, yeah, and then they write penis on your arm? They write penis, yeah. Yeah, I, I, was, I would usually write it on the forehead. and uh, That's rude. No, I would never. I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, right. I remember looking up virginity in the dictionary because no one would, I heard it on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Ooh. I asked my stepmother what it meant and she said she would tell me when she was older. So I remember looking that up in the dictionary and being like, <clears throat> well, 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 mm. what's this rabbit hole? Ooh. And then going down that, looking up all, like, all the words in the dictionary and sharing it with my friends. <sighs> Always been a word lover. You made me a word lover. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That rubbed off me onto me from you. Okay. Speaking of words, then I'm gonna give you another reference. Okay. How are we doing for time? Uh, I mean, yeah, we can wrap it up at any any time. I think we should save the brain boner for next week. Okay, we'll save yeah. the brain boner we're, for next. We're a little week. too far in, a little too late, and I would like people to hear it because I think it's important. And okay, people have here, probably tuned out by this point. <laughs> if, if we're gonna be, if, if you're gonna be honest. Okay. If you're still listening. If we're still listening, a, we love you. We think you are the best. And if if you were here and you gave consent, I would hug you. And maybe and you could kiss me if you wanted. <laughs> and Brady you could watch. Oh, this sounds fun, hey? Oh god.
or other way around. If, I mean, really, I'm sure you probably want it the other way around. I'll, I'll speak for Bridie and you could kiss her and I'll want <laughs> Do you not want to kiss me right now? I'm, I probably am sick. I haven't slept in very long. Okay. This is another, we have this next guest. We have another guest. I'm going to announce another future guest on the show. Actually, oh, let's just say, the, I don't know who this is. Let's just say we're going to have a, a, a four play session of our own to see if it could lead to something deeper, AKA an actual episode. So I'm going to, I'm sorry. What the fuck are you saying? Oh, I see. I get, oh, I got mm-hmm. you. I got you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I contacted this person because of this um, article I saw uh, in on Healthline, and I don't fucking know what the I don't know if that's an okay website to find things on, but I did, and I liked it, and so I contacted the person mentioned in this article. So can I just read this to you real real quick? I would love that. Okay, it's called "Move Over Love Languages." Do you know your route of safety? Okay. Do you know where we're going with this yet? Uh, I'm guessing that love languages are bullshit, and really it boils down to your roots of safety. No, no, no. All right, no, they, I am they off. Can, they can exist together in the same universe. Oh. It's not boo to one All right. and yay to another. Not yucking yeah. anyone's yum. I like that. Okay. According to this expert, these trauma-informed love languages can lead to deeper connections. Oh, I like this. This is. I'm very intrigued. Okay. So wait, so wait, this is a new set of love languages that are specifically trauma informed? Uh, sort of. I don't exactly, like I got, I read this whole thing and I don't exactly, it's quite long. Maybe I won't read the whole thing, Sure. but it'll be a little preview to hopefully a future guest. And if it doesn't result in a future guest, then I promise you, I'll read you the rest of the article. Okay, here we go. Um, a little bit more to, to explain for those who have experienced trauma or other painful experiences in their life. Safety with others is one of the keys to feeling more human. However, these experiences can often make it difficult to communicate with our loved ones, which can make it difficult to feel safe in the first place. So how can we reconnect and establish that sense of security? One way is through the roots of safety model. It's a tool created by Jake Ernst, MSW, RSW, I don't know what those letters mean, a Toronto-based psychotherapist. <clears throat> it's a polyvagal model, polyvagal-based model, meaning it addresses the state of our nervous system as a key part of our mental health. Um, in acknowledging safety as an essential part of intimacy and in examining how our environment affects our sense of safety, Ernst believes we can deepen our connections with others. He created the Roots of Safety model to help others understand how to get to and access safety. Ooh. So he um, <clears throat> he says, to, to understand your own Roots of Safety, begin by asking yourself, where do I seek refuge? What makes me feel safe and secure? And then he offers like a bunch of uh, eight, I think, different models. Um, and... I kind of don't know if I want to go any further. I yeah, kind of want to like leave it at that, yeah, at that tidbit. I like the idea of keeping it there. Uh, this is this is something that I find very interesting, very fascinating because it's something that I think that I think I need. I need some of that right now, and I like the idea of uh, of doing that. Uh, by the way, MSW Master of Social Work means, Great. means the guy's masters in social work. And what's an RSW? Yeah, uh, RSW would be um, the RSW is a registered specification writer. Now, what that is, 
who fucking knows? <laughs> but, uh, awesome. Yeah. I know this because, uh, uh, I, I, well, I know, I know, I knew MSW because I already knew MSW, but, uh, I, I found this website that's like, it's the who's who's in post-nominals abbreviations. Cause I now have a post-nominal. There is a post-nominal to my name. What is it? MSM. Meritorious Service Medal. I was awarded a med. I don't. We, I haven't actually talked about this publicly. I was awarded a medal from the Governor General of Canada. <clears throat> what, babe? Why haven't you mentioned this publicly? Because um, I don't really know how to go about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and just also, did it. also they they postponed the the ceremony because of COVID. So I, I was like, kind of like maybe I'll just wait until they award me the medal, and then and then do that social media wise. But anyway, uh, MSW or MSM, sorry. Meritorious Service you, Medal. Got a letter from you, our premier the other day. It's actually sitting right up here. And uh, for a congratulatory letter. And who knows? Maybe I'll get the Service of Canada one day. Absolutely not. But I'm, I'm, And then the Nobel Prize. I'm on, that la- I'm on that ladder now. So, yeah. That's pretty cool, babe. Yeah, it's kind of neat. I put it in my email. So uh, now when I sign my emails off, it's Jeremy Saunders at MSM. And now I'm just like, maybe someone will go look it up somewhere. That's so cool. Uh, um, well, if you want to check out MSW Jake, that's his handle on Instagram and the post he, he made that, that I guess probably triggered this article, um, was a little map of his structure, roots of safety and, uh, and a little quick blurb about why he created it. And like we'll this. have him hopefully on the show after I try to court him. Um, we've, we've been trying to connect for couple months now but he's 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 working he works in the field yeah. he's working with he's got patients and yeah. and and i've got commercials so we're both very important people oh hey well look out and i have <laughs> i have msm in, at the end of my name so uh yeah i'm really i'm really looking forward to that i i've been i'm i'm very i'm very curious about um i've been doing a lot a lot of sort of self uh, uh, research into uh, trauma-informed communication. And so I feel like this kind of tying into like love and, and love languages and relationships and like from a trauma-informed perspective, I think it'd be really, really great. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. Cool. All right. Well, babe, let's uh, wrap this up. This is really fun, folks. Uh, like I said, you know, this is our podcast now. We just do it just every <laughs> once in a while. We just get together and, 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 and exercise. Cheer each other up. Exercise demons and cheer each other up and try to bring you down with us. We're bringing you down with us. If we're down, you're coming with us. And, uh, and uh, but actually for real, uh, we, wherever you are, I want to bring you with me. And so I love you and thank you for listening. And uh, thanks for thanks for being a part of this like weird fucking family that we've created here at Turn Me On Podcast. Um, and uh, we see you, we see you every week. We noted, I'm noticing every week it's the exact same amount of numbers every week. Very consistent. It's very fascinating because it's unlike that in a lot of podcasts. And uh, I think a lot of podcasts vary qu- quite quite a bit week to week in terms of their download numbers. And with us. It is you guys are ride or die. It is fucking <laughs> consistent. So if you are just if you're just hammering it out and uh, and and just dragging yourself through episodes sometimes when you feel like you don't even want to, thank you. 
Um, uh, you can all read my journals when I die. Yeah. And hey, if you want to hear Bridie reading some uh, erotic literature at, at some point in the past, or you want to <laughs> watch us uh, talk this shit out, uh, go to patreon.com slash turn me on, become a patron. Uh, we're uploading weekly video conversations from our four plays this week. It's actually just a full episode. So you get that. And uh, you can watch us have these conversations, which is kind of fun. You get to see our faces and you get to see how uh, we're not joking about uh, how, how tired, we are. tired we are. So, uh, yeah, go check that out. Patreon.com slash turn me on. We love you very much. If you want to reach out to us, you can do that by email. Uh, turn me on podcast at gmail.com or through our website, turn me on podcast.com. There's a couple of spots you can contact us through the website. Actually, one is if you want to be a guest or if you have a great guest recommendation or a book recommendation mm. or any recommendations at all, we love, um, we love to know what you're up to. And, uh, and then uh, brain boners, of course, mm. if you have a, something going on in your personal life that you would like us to discuss and troubleshoot for you. Um, for better or for worse, then that's what we're here to do. So you can reach out to us that way. Also, um, I got to say, working really hard, long days, it's always pretty sweet to see a random butt pic in the email um, or Instagram see that, DMs. See that last email that came in? Yes, Soap, it was great. Soapy shower butt pic with the, I, with the, I got with that the one. arse grab. Wow. I got you? another cis male bum wow, as well. Yeah. I was a... Yeah. Yeah. Very special. It's a very special day when right in the middle of my work day, I just mm-hmm. get a, a butt, a random butt pick. I'm totally digging it. Yeah, Thank you. Send your nudes, uh, but only your butts and try to wear some underwear because Instagram won't let us post anything else. But if you just want to send us photos of your fully naked body, uh, uh, you can <laughs> fucking do that too because who doesn't love receiving nudes? You have our full consent. Uh, okay, well, that is it for this week. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in. We love you. And that is it for this week. Until next week. Go fuck yourself. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.